0: Time for another episode of What You Spin In. This is episode 42. 42. Um, As per usual, I'm Dorian, that's Matt, and that's Jake. We're back at Matt's place today. Uh, How are you boys doing? Doing good. Yeah. Kind of a rainy,
1: gloomy day in Eugene, but Mm -hmm. that's just typical. Typical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why we're going to talk about music and brighten everybody's
0: lives up. Yeah. All right. It was raining about uh, five minutes away from here, pissing Mm -hmm. down rain. Pull up Mm -hmm. to Matt's place. It's not raining. Thank God. I was like, gonna sprint into his house, not get anything. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. And it just stopped. But how are you, man? i good. Yeah? yeah. You ready? Oh, yeah. It yeah. was a great week. It was. It's a good week. Very, very fucking interesting. This is like um, one of our more, at least since <laughs> I've
1: joined, this is one of the more unique picks we've had all around. Like, it's all just yeah. different. Yeah. It's all different.
0: I think, yeah. I think, except for. No, I think this might be like the most spread out that we've been as far as genres go. You know,
2: I like I wouldn't have expected any of these picks from you guys. No, like Dorian picking a soul album, yeah, (laughs) and Matt picking something that's like outer worldly, like it's yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, and then yours. I was telling everybody because I showed my roommates this album, and Mm -hmm. I was like. Because you know, that about it. yeah, I was like, "This is super hilarious." Yeah, and uh, they're like, "How? Where did he find this?" And I was like, "I don't know. I think Jacob just goes in and walks around until he is bored or like <laughs> yeah. sees something interesting and just grabs it." I'm curious to know how. You yeah, you once you explain. Yeah, once once we get how, into oh, it. Yeah, but yeah. I was like. I was like, I kind of envied that. Like, anytime I go record shop, and I have, like, something in mind. And, something sense Yeah. And, I rarely buy something based off the look. Yeah, like, exactly. And, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, Jacob just goes in and is like... <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> All, yeah. Right. Going, going All right. Going great. All right, bet.
0: Plantasia. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, why don't you go ahead and intro us? What do we got?
2: Yeah, so uh, this week I picked... Um, it is uh, Mort Garrison, uh, Mother Earth Plantasia... Uh, the full title is Mother Earth Plantasia, Warm Earth Music for Plants and the People Who Love Them. So, um, Plantasia, it's like an album made kind of for plants. Very weird to think <laughs> about. Like, what the, like, who does that? Who would make an album for, like, you know, plants? Or like, hey, this is for my furniture, or like, this is yeah. for the house, I'm sure, you know? Um but yeah it's uh came out in 1976 um one of like the first uses of what's called a moog synthesizer mm-hmm. um and it's like this like special like program that kind of makes stuff sound like electronic synthy and that
1: synthesized fucking huge it's massive
2: yeah, yeah. the pictures God. of uh, More Garrison with it, you just see, like, wires everywhere, right? all over it. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> it's crazy to it's, think It's, like, about. taller than him. Like, yeah. It was huge. I, I saw this, because I actually saw this, like, maybe, like, two years ago in uh, Moonrock. Shout out Moonrock. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it on their wall, and I was, like, I was looking by it, because I'll, like, look at it, because they have good stuff there, and I was like, Plantasia, and then I was like, oh, music for plants i was like what the (laughs) heck is that and then i skipped past it yeah uh and then i got this like two months ago played it and yeah i was amazed i fell in love with it there's a lot to say about it yeah a lot of info about it um it's really interesting but yeah what are you guys thoughts
0: i echo your sentiment on i was I I had no idea what the hell this was going to be going into it Mm -hmm. I you know because I've I've looked at studies of people using because I'm I am interested in like musical therapy and people use like have done tests with playing various types of music to plants to see how they impact plants to take that information and then see how it impacts people Mm -hmm. Uh, and like metal music destroys plants apparently I don't know why. Really, it's pretty cool. Who would have thought? Yeah, <laughs> no. Like they, they had like these headphones on a fern, and they were playing like Slayer, and the Whoa. the fern it just fucking died. It, it, Angel it, dead. Yeah, yeah, it died in like yeah. two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like oh they God. kept, like they just kept watering it the same, but it was like I can't. This is too aggressive. <laughs> it it, 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 it had been too much and did too much drugs. And just yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I had no idea. Like, I think I was trying to like base what i thought this was going to be based off of like me knowing you and your music taste i was like okay this Mm. is going to be more i was like this is going to be like kind of like jazzy beats you know not necessarily like Mm -hmm. hip-hop beats but more like something jazzy something jazzy and then you get into it and i was like this is like bonus level crash bandicoot shit yeah like this is (laughs) sick yeah and there's so many different kind of sounds and like almost different genres but still being within this weird niche electronic kind of feel to it but then there's like some symphonic kind of sounds and then mm-hmm. some bluesiness and then just it. what the hell man
1: <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> did it come with any like inside or like liner notes or anything
2: yeah so i was gonna get into that too
1: I was going to talk about what it says, because it's a great, like,
2: kind of what you just talked about with the plants, talking mm-hmm. to each other, you know, listen to music. Yeah, so the vinyl's green. Oh, that's gorgeous. Um, it's pretty cool. It does come with a couple neat things. First off, you know how most, like, vinyls, they'll come with, like, a card mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, this is the download code, Yeah. And, you know, whatever. It comes with one of those, and this is made out of, uh, this download card is embedded with wildflower seeds, Plant under a thin layer of soil and oh, water that's... daily until seedlings are well established. So you can grow stuff that's with this so card. That's so cool. That is so cool. Don't do it. Keep it for pretty anybody. neat. No, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I, I want to keep this. It's really cool. That's a great like, idea. Though. It kind of feels like paper mache, but there's like little seeds in it. Okay. Nice. Cool. Right. Pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah.
0: What the... Yo. <laughs> right. What the hell? Right?
1: Oh,
2: that's so unique.
0: That is so wild. <laughs> that?
2: That's so crazy. Yeah, that's so great. <laughs> Pretty cool. Um, And then it comes with its own, like, little booklet um, that it kind of explains, you know, like, how it came to be. Um, It has a breakdown of the songs. It even talks about, like, it has this, like, I don't know what this thing, what this format is called. But it has, like, a chart that it, like, tells you, like, for your plant, Mm -hmm. like, oh, if your plant's wilting, this is the problem, this is how to cure it, what the symptoms are, all that stuff. Um, pretty neat, pretty cool.
0: Mort, you're a fucking weirdo, but I yeah. love it, dude. Yeah, that is...
2: It's, it's definitely some nerdy shit, but it's really cool. I was reading this like when I was listening to it. it that it's is pretty so... Interesting.
1: And Mother Earth is the store that they sold the plants and you know released the album and gave it away. That's right. I think it's written in there, but it says Mm -hmm. a professor took three identical sets of plants and put them in three rooms under identical growing conditions. In the first room, he played only classical music, and those plants thrived. In the second room, he played only rock music, and those plants thrived. In the third room, he played only the news. Those plants died. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let that one grow on you a while you listen. So I think that's really cool. (laughs) It's a great point for 1976. You know, it's like... Professor
0: professor went into the room and put on... uh, Thank you for turning into NPR national. <laughs> national, <laughs> national <laughs> yeah. the plants were like, "Fuck, yeah. turn this off!" Like, can, yeah.
1: <laughs> but knowing the way this was released, like, I don't think I can't. I've never heard of an album that was released like this. Where they, no. just, they were yeah. like, "Hey, you buy a plant, you get this record. You buy a mattress, you get this record."
0: You don't hear that very
1: often anymore. You know? Honestly. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it, it's cool, dude.
2: It's it's, it's right. no, you're good. No, you're it's
0: good. it's gained popularity, so I assume. Yeah, I will be getting this. I was It's such a weird because it is hard to kind of like pigeonhole it, you know, into a genre. It's like elect... it's like electronic music at its root because mm-hmm. of, you know, it's all made on a moog and all that good stuff. But he managed to essentially take other genres, like I said, like blues and like orchestral music in in, like input it into Somehow this, it, yeah. yeah, or replicate it with you know the more electronic video gamey eight bit sounds. Which it's that
1: moog? It is like being able to just experiment back in that day and do what you wanted to do. Yeah, it reminded me a little bit of Brian Eno and like mm-hmm. that kind of like just creativeness. Yeah. yeah, and he I guess he's done a lot of stuff before this album, more Garrison. Yeah, other, I don't know if it was similar music or what it was, but he's been doing this for a while before this came out. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah I don't know. I I tried looking up some of his older stuff, mm-hmm. but not a lot of it is like accessible. Um, Just probably because it's older and yeah, because it's his, older yeah. and maybe he didn't like release it or something. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. really don't know. But yeah, he had been doing music before this.
1: he's like he's a composer i think Mm -hmm. so he's got that Mm -hmm. classical background
2: yeah and he had done other stuff like Mm -hmm. i think i was reading somewhere that he did stuff for like national geographic okay okay or not national the other one whatever Uh, planet earth or something like that. yeah okay one of those two Mm -hmm. he did something for that too um but yeah back to your point that mother earth is the name of the plant shop Mm -hmm. that's how originally this was released Mm -hmm. like if you went to this plant shop and bought a plant, they gave you this record. And...
0: What a time to be alive, dude. Right? Know, what the hell? So cool. <laughs> or the
2: other side of the spectrum, if you went into Sears <laughs> and you got a... What's it called? A Simmons mattress, a wasn't Simmons it? A Simmons mattress. Yeah. yeah, you got this record. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you were just like, hey, I gotta get a new mattress. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, here's this, too. It's like... And you wanted just like
1: the salesman hand you the album, or did it come like attached to the mattress? Right. Yeah. The mattress. It's, it's someone somewhere. they slid <laughs> open the yeah. side of the
0: mattress and slipped yeah. it in there. <laughs> just Twenty copies in there. Like that's so weird. That's funny. And and then I was also reading up on it that it that was the only way it was released. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. someone from a like a distributor or record label, you know managed to like get the rights or something and repress it what like yeah. 4 years ago at this point? Yeah,
2: pretty recently. They were like looking for like the master tapes of it and mm-hmm. they couldn't find it for the longest until yeah, recently someone found it and they started repressing and redistributing and like mastering it again and everything. So so cool.
1: And this is a limited edition green vinyl, so this is already limited and yeah. rare yeah for being rare it's double rare now. yeah trip, yeah, trip rare. <laughs> yeah it's awesome
2: it's pretty neat it's mm-hmm. definitely one of the more unique i think like just upbringings of an album mm-hmm. of music like in general yeah
0: i don't think obviously it's the first time i've heard of something like this you know with how something was released you know but yeah it, it's wild that mm-hmm. is, it's so weird that that's and and, and it's what causes albums and th- movies and all that shit to get a cult following mm-hmm. is limitedly releasing something and then having it be one damn good mm-hmm. and to be so out there and so you read up on it and it's like yeah it has a cult following it's like yeah no shit because this is the this is a hipster's dream dude yeah. selling buying a plant getting a record like come right? on now yep. of course like
2: the weirdest thing <laughs> um it was funny i like i bought this and i was like okay it's pretty cool mm-hmm. um and then i was watching something on youtube and an ad came on and a TurboTax ad came yeah, on yeah <laughs> right. that's where i heard it yeah i was reading about that too i was like it was this year i think yeah, right. yeah. and i was like because I was high, I'm like, "Am I like just super high, or what the fuck is this?" And then I like look at, I like, I like uh, YouTube, like the actual ad for TurboTax, mm-hmm. and you read the comments. It's literally everyone just saying, "Oh my god, it's Plantasia, it's Plantasia. I didn't, I didn't think I'd hear it on a
1: on an ad, oh, but that's really cool that a lot of people know about this. A album. lot
2: of yeah, yeah. The, the whole comment section is just that. Wow, that's cool. Really oh. nutty. That is really that's... fucking crazy, man.
0: And man, and all of the song titles too, like Mm -hmm. swinging. What is that
1: word? Tell me what that word is. (laughs)
0: Spathephilums. Yeah, spathephilums, dude. That's a banger. You don't have to walk a begonia. Like it's, and they're they they're like these these quirky names, and then there's always a plant thing in it, like African violets. I do like uh, them shouting out the pothos vine. It's a little mm-hmm. plant fact for y'all. Y'all know about pothos. Mm-hmm. You can take a trimming of it and grow it in a glass of water, and it'll just. Oh, okay. And it's a vine plant, so they yeah yeah they just thrive. I had one growing on my windowsill in high school. That was just my stepdad had a huge one and gave me a trimming, and I just threw it in a glass of water. Like one, I literally drank a glass of water, filled it up again, threw the trimming in there. That's cool. The thing was like six feet long by the time I graduated high school.
2: So yeah, that's.
0: Fun little plant fact for you. That's all I got, though. Um. Plantasia. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. They, yeah, they do all have, like, uh, like plant names, like Symphony for a Spider Plant, mm-hmm. uh, Ode to an African Violet, like, yeah, it's some really, like, nerdy that's, stuff about it. That's the it.
1: best title right there, I think. The Concerto. For
2: yeah.
0: Philodendron and Pothos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did, like, uh, excuse me, the start of the album, Plantasia, the track, Mm-hmm. It does kind of let you know what you're getting Mm -hmm. into, but then those horns at the end, I was like, oh, okay, this is going to go somewhere completely different. Mm -hmm. And then it went completely different, but not in the way I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be very more, like much more symphonic sounding with a lot more horns in it. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. no, we're just going to touch every other genre that we can within this Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's like really... And it's really early for electronic music too. Oh, yeah. Like, looking at this, like in 76, like, there wasn't really a lot of electronic music mm-hmm. out there. Right. Um, That's true. So it was
1: like kind of a pioneer in that genre for electro music.
2: Yeah. Kind and of put it out there. Like, it didn't really, initially, like, from its release, since it was so, like, under the radar, like, mm-hmm. it didn't get enough recognition to be successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why nowadays that, like, people actually recognize it and, like, are listening to it. It's, in a way, kind of, maybe wasn't, like, the founding. Definitely not. But, mm-hmm. like, it was one of the first starts of, like, electronic music. Mm-hmm. Right, say. yeah. Definitely.
0: More, Most definitely, yeah. And it's, you can really look at, at this album and kind of see where the genre kind of sp- sprouted off. You mm-hmm. know, there's some things mm-hmm. in there that I'm like, oh, that's what, inspired people to do you know house or like i can see some kind of this might have or this sound in this era might have inspired you know like some fat boy slim kind of thing you know mm-hmm. there's it is that was really neat to me too i was like holy shit this is like electronic music from the 70s i didn't know yeah. two things i never thought i'd say in the same sentence you know mm-hmm. i haven't done that much i haven't gone like that far back in it you know to yeah. see it.
1: Yeah, that's a good point, though. To piggyback off of that, you know, it's inspiration for the move and that, mm. whole, that whole process, whether mm-hmm. it was, you know, craft work, you know, overseas. I mean, yeah. he was from uh, Canada, I think. He's a Canadian composer. Oh, as far cool. as I know, he's from Canada. Yeah. But, like, you know, even being an inspiration for Gary Newman and, like, mm-hmm. people using this instrument, because Gary Newman used the move in his album, The, pre- the Pleasure Principle. Oh, so right. just, you know, cool. really being cool. able to experiment with that machine and that mm. time is just, what a cool thing.
0: And then people using this massive monstrosity of a machine Mm, to make music and you know stuff like newman getting popular and Mm -hmm. all this stuff they're like how can we make this smaller Mm -hmm. and so it inspired like you know the 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 midi boards and Mm -hmm. you know mixing tables and shit like that so Mm -hmm. yeah this is one as interesting as the backstory is to it and how good the music is it is really cool to be like no this is what spawn like this machine is kind of what spawned all of this, this was the dinosaur to the chicken kind mm-hmm. of vibe yeah
2: yeah it's um i don't know if it's just me also but this came out in 76 mm-hmm. um, excuse me stevie wonder did an album uh called journey through the secret life of plants in 1979 oh okay and it's kind of has the same vibe as this really like it's like instrumentals mm. this is when stevie wonder he was also experimenting with like electronic music yeah this is also his, his album is also like kind of just sounds like this basically <laughs> yeah, have you just, read up on any like comparisons or like, i tried looking nothing i tried I couldn't. his album in general like? well i don't know i don't want to like a... say it like made him do it yeah. but i feel like it may have at some point potentially had an inspiration for yeah.
1: maybe in like the thank yous he has like thank you yeah. or something who yeah. knows I don't know
0: one of us has to buy it and research it yeah uh,
2: cause <laughs> it's, it's like even at this time too like plants were getting really big marijuana like all this mm-hmm. other stuff so yeah I think maybe potentially I don't know
0: but yeah. it was the end of the 70s things were getting wild
2: yeah things were getting nutty
0: or stopping to be wild marijuana went into cocaine mm-hmm. <laughs> all the good stuff <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: But, yeah, it's um definitely, I'm glad you guys looked into it and were as interested as I was, yeah, because exactly. it, it was definitely something just so unique, so bizarre, mm-hmm. kind of really bizarre for like music to be released like this. Oh, be-
1: yeah, and for him to just be comfortable be like oh you know yeah. just give
2: it away with the plants or the yeah, mattress. yeah. Not, not worried about making money at all yeah. like, he
1: didn't care about obviously he you know did a lot of stuff before this but
0: it's like when you go adopt a dog from a shelter and they give you a leash and a toy and it's like mm-hmm. here's your plant you adopted a plant here's its record that it loves to listen to <laughs> yes. yeah, it's, it's the same thing
2: it's that's a perfect comparison <laughs> i love it, I love it. But, yeah it's like the actual music itself it's like kind of just like outer spacey at points mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. outer worldly and like sometimes it's just like just so random mm-hmm. um one of my favorites for sure it's um the one that's hard to pronounce Swingin' uh, Swingin'
0: Spath uh blah,
2: blah, s- yeah Spathophilums spath- yeah. I, sp- yeah.
0: I was doing my notes this morning and I liked that song so much I was like I'm going to sound this word out like <laughs> yeah. I'm a goddamn like second grader syllables. yeah I was like <laughs> yeah. I literally wrote it I was like <laughs> I mean, yeah, no <laughs> one else, and no one else was awake in my house, so I was just like,
2: "Yeah, you're sounding it yeah, out. dude." Yeah, that song I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, yeah, do we want to get in top three? Let's so, do it. Let's okay. Do it. Uh, yeah, my top threes. That's or let's go honorable mention first. Um, first one, I'm gonna go Plantasia just because it's the title track. Mm-hmm. Um, when I heard it again on Turbo, like on the ad. Like it blew my mind I thought I was tripping um,
1: <laughs> You're like I'm listening to too much vinyl Yeah I'm like What's I'm, my I'm losing my mind Something's <laughs>
2: happening uh, But Plantasia um, Honorable mention I'm gonna go uh, Baby Tears Blues mm-hmm. um, Cause I like that Drum pattern It's like tss, tss, tss. Like it's I don't know It's really cool um, yeah. Swingin Spathophilms That one And then Music To Soothe The Savage Snake Plant Yeah um, Yeah Good yeah. picks Yeah very good
1: Honorable mention for me is also Plantasia, mm-hmm. and then number three, Ode to an African Violet. Yes. Number two, Swing and Stap. I'm just gonna say it like that. Yeah. snap <laughs> and, and then I like music to see the Savage Snake Plant. It's the ending track on that album. It just yes. you know, yeah. summed everything up for me, and yeah I was
0: like, yes. Yeah, I. It, this one was kind of tough it, it mm-hmm. really could have gone either way if i would have listened to it one more time this would have been changed completely i feel like because uh, it changed every time i listened to it uh but honorable mentions for me uh concerto for philodendron and pothos uh second nice. honorable mention baby's baby's tears blues nice. just classic blues riff mm-hmm. done on a moog can't beat that uh number three for me was plantasia uh just getting into the start of the album, and then those horns, yeah. just like that Beow. overture, Beow. is so yeah. awesome. Uh, number two for me, you don't have to walk a nice. begonia. And number one for me was swinging spatha films. So, yeah,
2: I like that trend. We all like that song. Yeah, no, that, that, was... <laughs> that word is so funny. Yeah, thank you
1: for
0: you know pronouncing it for yeah. me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little, little smooth yeah. I was hoping one of you would know it. Well, in I. Th- also, my mom, like, grows a shit ton of flowers and plants mm-hmm. out in her yard. Have and you so heard of that? Name? No. I oh, okay. I, I like, knew. I was like, this is probably, like, chrysanthemums, which oh, is another one that's okay. really hard. And then also listening to the special herbs tapes. Oh, yeah. Uh, he names all of his after herbs. And so I was like... It's gotta be, I was like, this is gonna be a mm. dumb one to pronounce, and so I figured yeah. it out, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's gotta be it because chrysanthemums is a stupid ass word, too. So, <laughs> dumb yeah. looking flower. I was, like, I was
2: listening to this with Kevin and Diana, and they have a lot of plants, mm-hmm. and yeah, we all thought it was interesting. Like, at some points I swear I could have seen the plants like dancing with it. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear, that sounds I swear. Cool. I swear. Uh, it sounds cool. <laughs> hell yeah is that Plantation
0: on the commercial <laughs> <laughs> dude we were just listening to it and it's right there no way yeah. if I hadn't seen that that was a thing I, I would have called bullshit not gonna lie but yeah. <laughs> no I feel uh, so anyways that was Jacob's pick for this week uh, Plantasia by Mort Garrison Um uh, from 1976. A hell of an album. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I give it the stamp of approval for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, we'll be right back to uh, go into the next one.
1: The best, so I'm going to go first. Yeah,
0: or, yeah no. Or I'm going to go last because it's I so like, cool. I like doing it... Um, If, like, you know, Jake picks just hip-hop, is, like, Mm -hmm. the only one that picks a hip-hop album or something, and then you and I pick, like, last week with Angel Dust and They're Only Chasing Safety to kind of bookend, Mm -hmm. you know, start, middle. Mm Mm-hmm. That's how I like to go about it. And that's why with this one, I was like, how? We can go anywhere. It does not matter. I was like, so how do we want to go about it? Because none of this matches up. It's going to flow either way. Yeah. It's like there's the three Venn diagram, but ours, like, just don't even touch. They're just circles on their own. own They're like their own plants. Exactly. (laughs) Everything is plants now. We're going to come here next time, and Matt's Matt's going to have 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 seven of those, dude. We're going to come in. He's going to be wearing a. The baja, like the drug rugs, and yeah, he, birds. You're like,
2: "I found the original plantation." That's <laughs> got nothing but just leaves all over him. Like this. I'm a month behind on my rent, but
0: I no. bought the original plantation.
1: <laughs> like that creep show episode with Stephen King, where he gets green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you
2: fucking like it's just your place is just over taken by plants yeah you know, I and mean, it's just hot and yeah, misty in here he's got
0: mist it's like the produce section at albertson's it's, it's just water grab whatever flavor. you want guys <laughs> yeah i just got some jalapeno peppers that <laughs> sprouted yeah. the other day <laughs> just picks it off and eats it you ain't gotta pay for it you just take it and go yeah. <laughs> man it's hotter than fuck in here man You <laughs> can't can't turn the heat down man it's yeah. the plants they want it they want it they
2: want it
0: Jesus Christ. Oh, so let's, <laughs> let's move on. I told you that Narnia is fucking silly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh we're gonna go ahead and move on. Uh gonna go back not too much further in time. We're going back to nineteen sixty-eight uh for Otis Redding, The Dock of the Bay. Um A little bit of a sad a little bit of a sad story. It's gonna be sad secret time over here. Mm-hmm. Um, Released, uh, He finished recording this album two days before he passed, and they released it uh, shortly after he did end up passing. Uh, Died in a plane accident on his way to uh, a a gig in Wisconsin, uh, four miles from the runway. Uh, His plane, unfortunately, went down in a lake, and he was touring with another band, and one of their members was the only dude to survive and couldn't swim, on his like enough to save everybody else so uh which is shitty i would hate to be that guy Yeah, Mm. like obviously would suck to die in the plane crash but to like you and i were just talking he woke up as like the plane was going underwater and he just grabbed a seat and was like holy christ right like um first uh sitting on the dock of the bay the opening track Mm -hmm. uh was the first song or recording to ever go uh, number one on the Billboard Top 100 to be released posthumously after someone had died Um, Mm -hmm. and this album was the first album in the UK to go number one in their charts that was also released uh, after someone had passed Uh, so wildly fucking successful uh, especially given the circumstances Um, I really love this album Uh, been listening to it for half my life at this point Uh, so I got some stuff to say about it. We'll get into that. But uh, what about you guys?
2: What you got? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this pick surprised me because um, Otis Redding. He's like kind of known as one of the forefathers of like soul and like blues mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, who hasn't heard of sitting on the dock of the bay? Oh like, yeah. It, Safe to say, it might be our most popular song we've brought up on the podcast, potentially. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah,
0: I would say overreaching. Like a mainstream. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Everybody's heard that song.
0: Yeah.
1: Even my mom asked who, what albums we were doing today, and when I brought it up, she's like, "Oh, that's my music." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that's a bad thing at no, all. No, like, no. She knows. She knows that song. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. So I would say, yeah, yeah. I think overarching uh-huh. probably.
2: Yeah. He, it's it was like majorly successful, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it's kind of crazy that everything happened, like how it happened. Right. And I think he was like recording it like two days prior, mm-hmm. and then. You yeah know. they finished
1: the recording two days uh, yeah. They finished the
2: recording and then The album came out and everything um, I think It speaks volumes and it Leaves a legacy like Not only for him But also for like the Genre mm-hmm. Cause like he is Known as that now like right. it's like Being one of like the kings Of like soul music and, mm-hmm. and yeah. like Blues music so um, I think it's great that like, he got the recognition for it. Mm-hmm. It was definitely well-deserved.
0: Right. And I don't know what the what the landscape of, of music at this time, like back in this day, and moving forward would have looked like without this coming out. Like, yeah. had he, had he unfortunately point. not been able to put out Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, mm-hmm. which is massively influential for a lot of people that came out after him, um mm-hmm. uh, it, I think it might have changed the landscape Just a little bit I'm not talking moving mountains here But I think things would have been a little bit different Had that not yeah. come out Because it really did put Soul music uh, into the mainstream And really kind of You know, the 60s were a fucking horrible time For America with racism mm-hmm. and everything And so you really had these two kind of camps Battling each other And so I feel like the success of Otis And this mm-hmm. album Kind of maybe lightened the mood a little bit for lack of a better term for it um, and without it I think a lot of things, not not just music, I think a lot of things would have been vastly different I don't think soul would have gotten as big as it did
2: yeah no, I, those are all solid points <laughs> like I think it's it's like yeah well said because this was such like a staple for soul music and it mm-hmm. still is, it still really is when right. you think of Otis Redding you think of that song yeah and this album for i didn't know that this came out like after he had passed like Mm -hmm. i thought it was like before i didn't know that i thought it was yeah Yeah, i didn't know i thought
0: it was his last album before he died i didn't realize it was like bang 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 Mm -hmm. like
2: all those things just happened within such short time yeah Um, even the writing for it i think he only he was like writing in he only did like the first two lines or whatever mm -hmm. and then uh, I forget the guy's name, but he did, like, the rest of it.
0: Booker T, probably, because he yeah. was doing a lot of stuff with Booker T and the MGs back in the day. Mm-hmm. Was where he got his start. Um, I was just writing, just, you know, even besides this album, he's just a
1: great vocal yeah. in general. Yeah. And this yeah. was the seventh album that came out, you know, mm-hmm. the first after he died. Um, but to have that catalog, you know, just show all that talent, yeah. at least we got to see
2: that. Yeah, which exactly. Which is, you know, that's
1: really cool. Um, and this album, for me, was... Uh, I don't know it just it felt soulful it felt mm-hmm. heartfelt and it, like you said when we started talking about this album it's kind of sad because like yeah. you can kind of you, know, right. you feel that throughout the whole album because you know he's not there anymore um, Isaac Hayes is playing piano on this album mm-hmm. which is pretty cool which unreal I didn't know that until I read yeah. up on it I was like oh what that's cool um, and it's considered one of the greatest albums of all time
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: oddly enough not in my book
0: really the 1001 mm-hmm. albums you gotta hear I, read, I flipped really? through the whole 60s section and then even went in the glossary and looked for Otis. It's not in there. I was like, throw it out. That's lame. I almost did. Just put valid. it in the bathroom and like <laughs> hey, use it as toilet paper. Wipe your ass with it. This don't mean shit no more. Um, no, so that was oh, uh, that was surprising. Uh, and to speak on, to kind of piggyback on you saying his vocal was so good. Kind of like I said before we hit record on this section he was 26 when he died Mm -hmm. and that was what was wild to me i was thinking like mid 30s to 40 maybe Mm -hmm. when he passed i didn't know his age because his voice it's like and the stuff that he's singing about it's like older right it's like there's some age to that and there's like wisdom behind it and it's like shit dude you were my age like i could not do that like
2: yeah
0: and uh he had a lot of inspiration and upbringing in like gospel music okay. which you can definitely hear on this album mm-hmm. um, like open the door there's just some stuff where you can hear him kind of doing some let me hear like preachy like <laughs> like southern preacher type of yeah. shit which i loved mm-hmm. i was this this album man i'm so glad i got to bring it up
2: oh, and that yeah. i finally fucking bought it <laughs> there was definitely some lighter sides to this album oh, too yeah, um, tramp yeah, back and forth. I you love, wear overalls. Yeah, yeah, I love that song. Uh, at some point, he like does a because she. Um, what's her name? Carla. Um, Carla, Carla, Carla. Yeah, Carla Thomas. She she tells them again. She's like, "You're a tramp." He goes, "What?" Like he's like a super high pitch. What? It's like the funniest thing. I had to like I was listening to it with Kevin, and I put it like super high up so I could hear the what. It's the funniest thing. Like it makes me crack up every time I hear it. Uh, but that song I love that song because um, it's like a, a brighter side to the album mm-hmm. and they go back and forth so good right um, they go back and forth super well um, uh, besides that some of the songs on this, al- on this album too they're from previous albums um, so I thought that was cool too because um, it's um, I think the last song Old Man Trouble mm-hmm. that's one of them that one's from Otis Blue it's the yeah. first track on that album.
0: Yeah, it was a... Because he had only done, like, one song off of it, they just did B-sides and mm-hmm. uh, singles that he had released previously. Uh, yeah. Which is okay. It's, it gets a pass in my book. Yeah, no, I, I, like, I like that <laughs> we, no. yeah. it would, And that's always cool to me, you know, because sometimes I have this happen where I'll... I'll get a record right and if i know the album or not sometimes i'll be like oh yeah and like put on one side of it and then just get sidetracked and forget to flip it and then for like a month Mm. that's all i've heard off of a vinyl i just bought and Mm. so i like to see that you know some of these albums from back in the day they're like here's singles and b-sides because not a lot of people probably heard the the b-sides you know Mm. which is why a lot of musicians and bands as they get you know, once they get huge, it's like, "Hey, we're gonna release a compilation of all of this shit." Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was really cool that they kind of finished out the body of the album with uh, content that he had already done that maybe didn't get recognition. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. And what a hard task to—I forgot who the producer was that ended up putting the album together, but to pick those tracks. Yeah. Like, what do you pick? Like it's right. probably got a huge catalog left over that's mm-hmm. been recorded. Like besides this album, maybe other stuff too. But like, where do you start? Mm-hmm. And to make an album. And have it all connect. It's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, there's a lot to say about that. Yeah, you know, for doing that well, because it could have just been like somebody just throwing out a bunch of tracks, mm-hmm. and yeah. it wouldn't have been as popular. But yeah. this, I think, it was thought out a little bit more, right? Um,
0: so because he could have fooled me. Like this, it is. I think it was very thought out mm-hmm. because of how uh, cohesive and uh, like put together it sounds. It the tracks flow one to the next and they all have a very similar kind of feel to it. I mean, soul music is soul music, especially back in the day, Mm -hmm. but it that that goes that's something to say about, you know. I think that that's a good point, you Mm -hmm. know. Give shout outs to the producer because Mm -hmm. Jesus, he picked like the best tracks to put on this, Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Otis man this is my intro to this is my intro to this genre actually my mom showed me sitting on the dock of the bay when i was like 13 14 years old cuz i was playing guitar and she's like this is a really cool song couldn't ever figure out how to play it but i fell in love with that song and then listened to this whole album and i was like Yo, Otis is the shit. I was yeah. like, Otis is the coolest guy. And um,
2: yeah, no, he he's up there with the, like legends, mm-hmm. with legends like BB King, like yeah. all the other like really big massive blues and soul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he's up there. Yeah, you know, for good reason.
0: And that that was like the duo that I got into kind of at the same time. I got hella into BB King and yes. hella into Otis, like at the same time. And mm-hmm. so yes. <laughs> it was pretty rad. Um, but if y'all don't have anything else, we can dive into the top threes. Yeah, cool. nothing. Cool. The, h- the,
2: h- the Hucklebuck. I like the trumpet and the sax on that. Yeah, that was a good. Hucklebuck. A lot of good instruments. Yeah. yeah. The.
0: It felt like. I don't know. It's hard to describe how it felt, but it was kind of like, hut, 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 mm-hmm. hut. like. Just the, yeah, the Hucklebuck was didn't make it into my honorable mentions to top three, but I did
2: get some enjoyment. I was like, I really do like that track. The first listen, I thought he was saying like some curse words at first. Like, what did he say? Like, okay, cool. Swearing on an
0: album in the 60s? Yeah, you can't I was, do that.
2: I was like, well, like, out of, out of touch, but no. <laughs> you
0: canceled. Uh, but uh, honorable mentions for me, number one was Don't Mess with Cupid. And, uh,. Number two for honorable mention was Nobody Knows You When You're Down and Out. Uh, I shortened the title so I had to try to remember what the hell it was called. <laughs> like, like, uh number three, The Glory of Love. Uh Number two, I Love You More Than Words Can Say. And number one, sitting on the Dock of the Bay, man. I mean That opening bass line, that doom 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 doom, mm-hmm. it's like, yep, yeah, this is it, it's That song is like It's like a comfort song For me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just centers me A little bit so The yeah. whistle at the end Oh yeah, yeah
2: I thought I read somewhere That he was trying to rap Really Cool Huh I read something That he was like Thinking Because you was thinking About what to do At the end of it mm-hmm. And that was one of them, oh, them That he was okay. Potentially either Going to rap Mm -hmm. which i was like i don't know it wasn't really a i don't know if i trust this source yeah Yeah. was that a thing Yeah. sounds
0: like horse shit but i would have been down yeah Uh, maybe like freestyling or like (laughs) yeah just spits
2: this hot 16 yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and
0: speaking of the whistle uh back way back in the day when i was in high school i was listening to like some live pearl jam shit and there was back in the day when you were a teenager yeah before i had status and before i had a pager uh swear to God, y'all got to stop. That song's been stuck in my head <laughs> nah, for yeah. five days now. I got to get it You're out of my head. Good, good, good <laughs> <sleep. format. laughs> it's been stuck in my head for five days. I can't keep doing this. Um, but I can't remember what song they were doing, but uh, at the end of it, uh, Vedder just started whistling into the mic, the, the Dock of the Bay whistle part. Really? Yeah. Um, just cool. at the end of it, he just was like, That's cool. I think he's, he might have been boozed up, but he was just <laughs> in the <laughs> <laughs> so i thought that That's was cool. cool but that is cool
1: um i'll go with my next top or top three uh, honorable mention don't mess with cupid that opening guitar line is mm-hmm. just i was like oh this is kind of yes. cool uh, number three tramp number two open the door and then i like i think it's the second track on the album i love you more than words can say yeah it just was very like fluid and it just flowed for me
0: yeah and then uh Real quick before we move on to Jake's, uh, let me come on home and open the door. I think those songs, being one right after the next, Mm -hmm. was a really solid way to lay out the album.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You know, I don't know why. I just every time I listened to this, I was like, man. I was like, I love this. Like first four song run on Mm -hmm. this, and those two in particular. I was
2: gonna mention that too because it has that like homey feel. Yeah, I don't know. Like coming home, and then the like it has the same. It's like pretty much same like songs about the same thing kind of yeah yeah shout
1: out to the you know the producer yeah making man. it happen, man great picks like let real.
2: me come home and open the door like it's like same same but different you mm-hmm. say that in a sentence like hey yeah. I'm, I'm on my way home can you open the door for me you yeah know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, top three I'm gonna go uh, honorable mention um, old man trouble it mm-hmm. would have been in my top three but it's not on this album mm-hmm. uh, whatever sue me but I like the guitar riff on that yeah. song uh, really good guitar riff. Oh no, it's on
0: this album you're not picking a live version of a song that's not even off of
2: so. I mean it's on Otis blue yeah it is so <laughs> uh, but uh yeah that's honorable mention uh top three I'm gonna go I love you more than words can say mm-hmm. um, tramp yeah the song's hilarious Oops. so good and then uh, sitting on the dock of the bay. yeah yeah, yeah. God damn man. <sighs> I like this pick though. I like yeah. I like your soul pick. Like, Thank you. Yeah, it's I had like, to to the yeah. root to like as like what's the word I'm looking for? But it's just like as like it's I lost, it's I textbook. It's it textbook is, soul music. It is. Yeah. It, it really
0: is. It's a safe and it's a safe pick. You know? Yeah. And I also you know we've we've been doing this for 42 fucking episodes, which is wow. That's wild amazing. to think. That is about, amazing. Which is wild to fucking think about. So shout out you boys. Um, and whether we want to admit it or not, we've kind of each established what we bring to the cast. You know, like yeah. Jacob will do like some more obscure modern hip hop that we haven't heard of. And then Matt is all of this uh, just Method- eclectic shit boy. or like <laughs> hip hop gems that we might have missed like with mm-hmm. KRS-One. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, bring it up Floater, which you beat me to the punch on. <laughs> Uh, Forcing me to listen to a Full Faith No More album And then I'm just like Let's get as aggressive as possible And then also do some like EDM stuff Mm -hmm. It's uh, So I was like I have to break this mold I was like Mm -hmm. because all of the hip hop stuff You have me pegged and you're gonna guess Anything I bring up with hip hop Mm -hmm. And so I was like I gotta Fucking veer right and bring up (laughs) Something completely different And kind of do a palate cleanse You Mm -hmm. know Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what all three of us are kind of doing right now because we have like consistently brought up so much hip hop at this point. Yeah, yeah that I noticed that I was like, like the past two we yeah. haven't really done hip hop. So yeah. this was a palette like a true palate cleanse for me because I'm about to go right back into. Some heavy shit, and then go yes. back to hip hop. So, and I
1: like straying away from that genre a little bit because I find mm-hmm. all these other bands that you guys know that I don't. Right, they're not mm-hmm. hip hop bands, whether yeah. it's the metal genre or just the you know everything, the world music, all the things that you find, yeah. the know, black fun, and all those things. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I think that's kind of why I did this, and plus I have. It was an album I kept seeing at Moon Rock, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I, I know that. it's going to be there. I was mm-hmm. like, it's not not going to be there. Mm-hmm. So I just kept buying other stuff that I was more like worried that I would never see again. Um, but no, Otis Redding, The Dock of the Bay, released in 1968. Go ahead, give it a listen. Uh, it's fantastic. RIP my man's Otis. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this baby up and talk about Matt's pick for this week, which I'm fucking stoked for. Yes. All right. It's time to wrap this baby up and talk about Matt's pick. Last but not least, what do you got dun, for us, dun, man? Dun.
1: I've got an album from 1996 called Spirit Chaser from a band called Dead Can Dance. Nice. Uh, it's one of my more eclectic picks for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, A little bit more of a, <laughs> up a, a there. <laughs> world music vibe. Uh, this album has more of a Native American feel to it. Dead Can Dance has numerous albums before this one, and they all kind of speak in different languages. They're very well-rounded, mm-hmm. uh, led by Brendan Perry and Lisa Gerard, uh, two amazing musicians in their own rights. Yes. Um, both have unique styles of what they do. You know, Brendan uses more English, whereas uh, Lisa uses other languages, and I think she actually has some languages that she made up herself. <laughs> kind of like kind of like Rós with her Hopelandic music, you know, yeah. Hopelandic language. She did the same thing. Yeah. Um, this album for me i found just stumbling across sigaros um like i said earlier cd universe you could scroll down find the album you liked and then find other bands that were like that so mogwai dead can dance
0: Sigarose. that like the fact that Sigarose led you to this mm-hmm. that makes perfect so. mm-hmm. yeah
1: and so for this album you know I, there's other albums like i said that are you know unique in their own way but this one just you know hooked me and it it held like a a sense of relief when I listened to it and I could unwind to it. And a lot Mm -hmm. of people are like, why? I'm like, I don't know. It just, it has a feel to it and it's consistent throughout the whole album. And you get to each different track and you're just like, Oh wow, this has a different feel. It's similar, but it's different with the melodies and the instruments they use. And they're all different instruments that they use in general, you Mm -hmm. know, instruments I've never heard of, um, and languages that I don't know very well. What do you guys think?
0: Um, yeah, man, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, Excuse me. And last night, we're we're all in a group text, and you had sent some Saul Williams lyrics earlier in the day, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Saul Williams kicks ass. Mm -hmm. Saul Williams, the best. (laughs) Yeah, hell yeah, gonna have to listen to that song." And that was like midday, and then that night, like last night, I'm sitting there playing Xbox and listening to this album, and you sent, uh, you sent like the opening line to "Song of the Dispossessed." Mm -hmm. But it's the lyrics are something Saul Williams could hundred percent say, yep. yeah. and so I was like, "Oh, is that the same track?" And you're like, "No, dude, that's Dead Can Dance. <laughs> I'll slap you." And I yeah. was like, "What?" <laughs> and then I realized this album made me forget English when mm-hmm. I listened yeah. to it. It's true. I got so hooked into like the instrumentation. And, like, I didn't understand the lyricism, so I was more just listening to, like, the tone of the singing. Mm-hmm. That by the time Song of the Dispossessed came on, I just completely wasn't listening like, to oh, words. that's English? What? Yeah, I was yeah. like... And then, like, halfway through the song, I was like, ah, ah, he is singing in fucking English.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, okay. Uh, so I felt like a goober last night. I was like, ah, shit! Because yeah. then literally, like, after we had that conversation, the next song, it was that. And I was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, that was fucking hilarious. That's it. But no, I thought... I thought this was great, and also anticipated that it would be an arm, a leg, and one nut to get this on Discogs, and it was not bad. It's not, yeah. Not bad. It's not at all.
2: This will definitely be on also, like, my watch list. Like, I'll be looking for this. Mm -hmm. I really liked it, too. Um, It feels, like, very... I have a sneeze coming. Hold on. It's not gonna happen. Fuck. Um, I have, like... It felt very, like, tribal. Like, very, Mm, like... Cultural in a way, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, it and it felt like very spiritual too. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like I'd want to like trip off of this. Yeah, like be doing be psychedelics something yeah. yeah. into this. Mm-hmm. And it's like very rhythmic. Like there's yeah. a lot of chanting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of it, the the rhythm that they have, like it's very consistent. Um, and yeah, the instruments. At some points, I don't know if I was hearing it well, but it sounded like uh, what's it called? Like a, like I heard a wind chime at some time. I thought I heard a sitar. I don't know. Yeah. Well, probably a uh, didgeridoo. Yeah, some really cool stuff on this. Um, yeah, man. I don't. This is one of those albums, and we've had a lot of them where we surprise ourselves how we stumble upon it. Yeah, and It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing, but we're glad we did. Yeah, and I'm glad this got brought up because mm-hmm. it's phenomenal. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I had heard I had heard Dead Can Dance like the name before, mm. and you know, really cool name too. Super cool, super badass mm-hmm. name. And you know, had no idea what it was. You know, I had prob- I had seen it somehow, um, but had no idea what it was, and was completely taken aback by mm. what ended up coming out of it. Uh, it is you know, like I said, very worldly, and then there... You can tell that it's not from America right like mm-hmm. it, it does have that world music feel but it also is like accessible to where it's almost and this is just to compare it to something that to rationalize it in my head it's like a almost like tool interludes you know like it's mm-hmm. got kind of that trippiness there's some like guitar riff that flirts with the song for like five seconds and then you don't hear it again mm-hmm. like an electric guitar will come in for 20 seconds and then leave mm-hmm. and never again yeah. Uh, on like Indus, the guitar riff that starts at three minutes forty, it's just like, bam, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, wah, mm-hmm. and then it's just gone. And then three minutes later, it comes back for the same like short little, and then it's gone. And I was like, "What are they doing?" <laughs> I'm like, "This is so cool." I'm like, "What the fuck?" And it's it's weird how they managed to kind of make the two worlds collide, you know, That's with good, the yeah. otherworldly stuff, and then have it have this kind of accessible trancey kind of feel to it i don't know this band's
1: unique in that sense you know yeah. this album you know and all the albums they did before like their their debut album was considered like a goth mm-hmm. staple and they're not goth rock at all no and they, I'm they, they to deny go... that fact yeah and, but a lot of critics are like no that album and if you listen to it it's got some but it's definitely a dead can dance album right i, mean, I you can I, feel
2: I, it i thought it's saw something that, like prog rock too
1: probably a little probably, probably. yeah, yeah. But this, I think their first album was 81, so it wasn't like too early. You know, they've been out, you know, Mm -hmm. early 80s. But this album is just so unique with, like Mm -hmm. you said, the tribal feel and the Native American vibe and just the overall uh, sense of it. And. Indus the song that they recorded yes. they had to give some writing credits to George Harrison from the Beatles mm-hmm. and that track that I sent you guys last night I don't yeah. know if you saw that uh, if you listen to it you're within like Within You Without You it's, you can hear the whole it's Indus like, okay. you, it's crazy to listen to it I, I had listened to it twice but I'm like oh wow there's the melody Okay, and you can almost hear it. there's no singing it's all instrumental
2: <sighs> yeah you guys need to play that Dang, okay. I do I saw that you sent that yeah. but I didn't click on it but that song Indus it sounds like I have notes for every like song Mm-hmm that I always listen to, I'll put like how I'm feeling or what it sounds like. It sounded kind of like Egyptian. Mm -hmm. A little
1: bit. A little bit. And that's why before we even uh, had you guys, like when I sent you that video of a floater or Dramatica doing Rakim, Rakim from another Dead Can Dance album and Rob singing in that language. That That was was prepping you guys for this stuff, but that's another great album in itself. Dude. And another great song by itself, but uh, unique for sure. Like there's not a lot of people that, you know, that are that accessible that you can Mm -hmm. play
0: and i i love long songs mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like the like look how small like i just write the song title so i have them here mm-hmm. but it's there's like maybe six seven songs on this mm-hmm. and it still clocks in at almost an hour and you know there's like 10 minute songs nine minute songs mm-hmm. and it's i get why people don't like them mm-hmm. you know whatever and uh but there's just so much that you can do and it really makes you appreciate and they can express so much more mm-hmm. through their instruments and with their craft when they're like you know what fuck 4 minute songs we're going to do 10 minutes mm-hmm. and uh it really creates like these short form albums that are really it's like there's a lot packed into this like mm-hmm. don't look at it for the track like how many tracks are on it like mm-hmm. there is a lot of music to be heard within you know the confines mm-hmm. of it Uh, in 1990 for this to come out in 1996 you know we have the 90s it's my favorite genre it's my favorite era for music Mm -hmm. because people were doing whatever the hell they wanted to Mm -hmm. and so 1996 this was pretty nutty yeah Mm -hmm. insane to come out back then yeah
1: this was their last release uh 14 years later they got back together too. that's a big break
0: yeah
1: um and they were i think they were actually married at one point Mm um no. so to create music and you know be that together and still do it years later that's yeah. a lot
0: for a band did musicians. you ever did you listen to that album when it came out the one from 2012 was it yeah a, was it worth a shit oh yeah or, okay.
1: Anastasia I think is what it's called or something like that Anna, yeah Anastasia
0: yeah. Anastasia or yeah, something. So, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. I feel like every album they do is unique. I mean, if you want okay. to dive into their catalogue, you could start anywhere. And okay, like, oh, okay, I can find the uniqueness mm-hmm. in this one. But they're all gonna be, you know, whether it's symphonic melodies or the tribal melodies, you're gonna right. get that with besides their first one, which is more like mm-hmm. I don't know, eighties eighties, yeah. you know, electronic goth rock in a sense yeah but again they're not goth rock they're just yeah. doing their thing with world music and i think that's unique i don't know any other band or i don't listen to any other band that does this kind of stuff mm-hmm. with different instruments yeah. and different languages
2: yeah and also incorporates english into it too so yeah there, there was a lot of like um like sound effects too mm-hmm. like um a uh, song of the stars that has like owl, owl noises mm-hmm. like there's like like it sounds like some nature stuff mm-hmm. um and her vocal is so good mm-hmm. she yeah sounds so beautiful like her voice sounds yeah super w- good when
0: she's going on these like long vocal runs she gets this like <laughs> like this warble in her voice mm-hmm. it's like, like i think a it's on the snake in the moon it's like almost sexy like,
2: yeah it's just yeah. very like yeah, yeah. It's it's like crazy. hell yeah dude <laughs> sounds so good yeah um song uh song of the nile that song sounded like an initiation to me for some reason yeah. <laughs> i, don't know. I was, like getting like you know i had to like do something and i was like gonna be a part ayahuasca on, like, or something yeah, yeah it's like yeah exactly like an ayahuasca <laughs> ceremony crazy stuff man and like the wind chimes in that like that song just sounds like a journey like mm-hmm. was, i don't know what it is it was really cool um <laughs> and then this one was cool um i think it's the last track uh divorce Boers, divorce mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um is that the last track it is yeah okay yeah so that song divorce um you hear her voice like throughout the whole song she's singing and it's super beautiful mm-hmm. um but i was like just thinking about like you have to watch gladiator yeah bro <laughs> you know where i'm going with this mm-hmm. like the gladiator scene where like he's being like carried like he's just, like, levitating over the wheat fields. Yeah. You know, like, his body. Bro, like, stop. That's what I thought of, like, right away. Like, like they took this out of, like, something out of Hans Zimmer's playbook, you know? Like, they're it, like, oh, dude. Just like that, right? It did have a
0: Hans... That's... I was like, why... Like, who does this sound um, like? It's Hans Zimmer. It's mm-hmm. a Hans Zimmer feel. Damn, yeah. Mm-hmm. That last song, it's like... Mm, yeah. There. Captured well, me. and I mean, that's perfect because... Cigarose led you to this and mm. when we brought up that album
2: mm-hmm.
0: we all said like yeah this could be a soundtrack to a movie and they ended up did like they did the sky yeah and they
2: and the did ones, do yeah.
0: that and that's the same thing here it's like a movie about an ancient civilization this mm. is like it makes perfect sense mm. yeah I hate you because <laughs> thank you <laughs> yeah but thank you because I was like who like <laughs> I was like what how can I like pontificate this like how can i make this Whoa. like how can i say who like how can i compare this to something that other people will know mm-hmm. so thank you hans zimmer
2: yeah that that's first thing that i thought of i was like yo that gladi that gladiator scene this is that song in that yes scene. It surprised me i yeah i thought of that but yeah this whole album man i'm gonna look for this i'm most likely gonna get this it's like how do you even pinpoint this genre? Like it's yeah, just world, yeah, world, me, world music. Ideas. Yeah. there's not very many artists that I have or
1: at all that sound like this. No, besides maybe Cigaros. but yeah,
0: and they and even even that comparison is hard to draw. It is because it's, a, it's, it's, it's just a, that's a reach. Yeah, that's a yeah. yeah. I mean. it's yeah. a reach, yeah. but it's the closest <laughs> one you can grab. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I I completely agree. Yeah. But man, it's this is a. Gem of a fucking album, man. It really is. Yeah, <laughs> good. For it to, to be like, like that,
2: because I feel like it's such a good year, too, that it's like, um, it shows that it has like a little bit of history, because it's had some mm-hmm. time for people to listen to it. Right. And if people have listened to this, mm-hmm. I feel like they would like it. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would like it. If they liked that Can Dance, um, they've probably heard this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be looking, keeping my eyes out for this, because yeah, man, it's something I don't have like as far as music wise. Yeah. It's very different. Yeah. And you can play it and it's pretty accessible. Like yeah. I was listening to it last night also. Mm-hmm. Um I was listening to with Kevin and we were both like just kind of vibing with it. Like it was like Yeah. What is this? I was like, I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, me too. Like it's like
0: bust out the OG Xbox. I want to play Prince of Persia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like <laughs> Right. <laughs> super
1: cool. Super test good test stuff, it. man. Good. I uh, thought you guys liked it.
0: If you just for my sake mm-hmm. and for if the viewer gives half a shit, um, if someone likes this album from Dead Can Dance, what's a what's uh, what would be their next one that you would recommend them to?
1: I would go back to their live album called Toward the Within. Okay, because it has like a few different songs from a lot of their earlier st- their earlier albums. Okay,
0: so to kind of that's kind of like a charcuterie board of like all of the. I stuff. would start
1: there because you can you can feel the. They can do the same thing in the studio that they do on stage. Okay. And there's a lot of musicians okay. that sing like yeah. this, that can do that live. Yeah. And they just kill it. I actually have it on vinyl. Uh, oh, yeah. that's cool. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd go with that.
0: Okay. I will. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> I will. I will listen because I'm, and that's cool that it's a live album because if mm-hmm. they like if if I like a certain song off of it, I can be like, oh, this came off of this album, and then just mm-hmm. boom, right over to it starts the... off with the Rakeem song. So oh, okay. Yeah. You'll okay. Like yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Shall we
1: three it up? Three it up, baby. I'll start off. Okay. Um, honorable mention for me was probably uh, "Song of the Nile" and "Song of the D- Dispossessed." You know, those yep. are two of my you know favorite tracks, but not the favorite ones on the album. Mm-hmm. But super good, especially "Song of the Nile." That it's so heartfelt mm-hmm. and it's flowing, and it's got strong instrumentation throughout the whole mm-hmm. title throughout the whole song. Um, Number three would be Song of the Stars, like yeah. that's like the Native American vibe right there. Yep. Like the drum beats yes. and the, the chanting. Um, number two Indus for the vibe, the power of the drumming and the flutes and that. Yeah. Like, her vocal is mesmerizing on that one. And then Snake in the Moon again, Lisa's vocal is downright right. sexy, at the three minute mark It's just like, mm. yes, yes, right there, you're like, yeah baby, <laughs> yeah. keep yeah. singing to me. You keep got singing. it. Yep. <laughs> it's right at that three minute mark, She just it just takes you away, so yeah. those are my picks.
0: Uh, for me, honorable mention was song of the dispossessed um, really liked the kind of that one kind of had almost like a Spanish kind of feel to it mm-hmm. for me just with like the beat and everything. Nice. Uh, number three was Nirika. Uh hell of yeah, a way to get s- to introduce somebody intro. to this yeah, yeah. to this whole world of, of dead can dance really. Uh, number two for me snake in the moon, the guitar on that was really good, and then it had that weird intro, like with the, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. weird, it was like a weird DJ scratch. Yeah. Just like, Y'all know me, I'm a sucker for that like kind of shit. like a wind, and they just put a microphone to Yeah, the <laughs> microphone <laughs> and then <laughs> just like pitched it up or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the number one for me was Indus. Uh, nice. Very just, I felt kind of like a plant, moving in the wind, mm-hmm. and then that guitar riff was just nasty. Mm-hmm. Simple, simple riffs, man. You don't have to be too flashy. You get a simple little guitar riff where it really isn't supposed
2: to be. You, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Um, if I'm going top three, I'm gonna go uh, Divorceum uh, mm-hmm. That's my honorable mention rather. Mm-hmm. Um, great ender, um, and I love that it's like mainly her voice right. on the whole out uh, the whole song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Very much. Nice. She has such a good voice um top three i'm gonna go uh, song of the stars um that song just sounds so epic Mm -hmm. all the effects on it the owl the nature sounds Mm -hmm. um snake of the moon yep the snake and the moon uh yeah i don't know if it's a guitar a sitar whatever it is it's nice um and then song of the nile yep it's so tribal. It's just like an initiation or something. I don't know. I, yeah, that's the best way I could describe it. It's, yeah, that is a good description. Yeah. But this album, man, it's yeah, yeah. It blew my mind. Hell yeah, yeah very blew good. Blew my mind. Glad you guys enjoyed it. Hell yeah. Thank you again. Yes, for bringing sir. It up. Hell yeah. That was
0: Spirit Chaser by Dead Can Dance, uh, released in 1996, which was Matt's pick for this week. Uh, let's go ahead and tell y'all what's coming next episode, and then uh, we'll get out of your hair.
1: you right,
0: you right,
1: You're right. You said that because I don't have any hair. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're fresh shaved. <laughs> I I'm wanted to fresh. this morning, but people were sleeping
2: in. I couldn't disturb. Oh, I'm ready. Oh, let me get out your way. How's the table, then? Has it been? Has it been good? Oh, it's been
1: perfect, man. No skips, no nothing. It's been solid.
2: <laughs> that song is in English, but I don't speak English anymore.
0: So, or at least I can't understand it.
2: Bring up some chente.
0: Yeah, I would want a chente vinyl. I just don't know which album to go with. I gotta get. I gotta have the first president. Yeah,
2: you got know, the yeah. president. El
0: presidente. El presidente. Yes. Look Go for a, the pass. Look at that kid. Go for the pass. Look at that chest pass. Looking that's light. good form. Right. When he, when he grows up, we'll teach him the thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down, <laughs> chest pass. Stupid. Um, that's a dumb show. <laughs> a dumb ass Anyways. Ah. Uh, it's time to...
2: Nice. <laughs> Whatever that was, that sounded good. You should bring that up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was my watch hearing me say thumbs down, and it brought up a song called Breaking Up by a band called Thumbs Down on oh, their album <laughs> oh, Motion. My. Classic album. I'm actually going to screenshot that. That, sounded, that guitar that, was pretty Yeah, that guitar was was pretty, sounded good. Hold on.
2: Good. Yes. Do some drums? On. Let's hear the, the local good. first.
1: That sounds like a little... Oh, yeah. That's good. That's yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skate. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah.
0: All right, I'm a huge Thumbs Down fan. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. That's my favorite fucking band now. Just bring, no. it, bring it up already. Right, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to listen to that album. That sounds so, pretty dope. That sounded good, yeah. That, <laughs> that
2: sounded like some good skate punk. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious you, you don't even know what that is you just no just, i said
0: because when i said thumbs down if it i just picked it up yeah oh my, my watch picked it up and it'll just play spotify that's hilarious yeah i yelled at isabel the other day because i thought she was playing something because i said something at work like a month ago and it was it started playing like this random female Ooh. artist it was like some billy eilish type of shit and mm-hmm. i was like I was like, hey, motherfucker. I, like, texted her. I was like, hey, motherfucker. Like, I was using my Spotify because she has my login. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Wait, I actually wasn't using it. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. That's my bad. <laughs> almost, my Apple Watch almost started a fight. Like, oh, yeah. So that that was it doing
2: that. Hey, it just brought you a gem. So. It really did.
0: Yeah. Okay. Enough goofing. Probably going to keep that in. That was gold.
2: No, that was good. That, that was, good.
0: was good. That was good. Um, but... Let's go ahead and introduce our albums for next week. Uh, So we'll start off with Jake.
2: Yes. What do you got, man? So I told myself I wasn't going to bring up hip hop.
0: You don't do
1: it again. And I won't. Oh, and I won't.
2: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to bring up uh, Marvin Gaye. Great album. What's going on? Damn. Damn. What's going on? Damn. Dude, that's what's going going on. Great pick. Very good pick.
1: All right. I got a story about that album, too. I can't wait.
0: A lot of, a lot of good things. Did, was yeah. that inspired by my Otis pick for you? It
2: was, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, it looks like was, classic you, to classic. You brought a gray, I was like, I'll hit you right back with another one. Hell yeah. Well, for my pick this week,
0: I'm going with some indie. Yahoo! I'm going the 1975, uh, their self-titled debut from, shit, like 2011 or something. I don't know. Oh, right. It was like early 2010s. 1975 there's uh first oh, album. Uh pretty stoked for that one. That's sweet.
1: I've never listened to that band so I'm yeah. excited too.
0: As I was kind of telling you before right. Jay got here, you are like I think you might like it. If mm. I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but it's like popier Depeche Mode. So cool. I think you'll like it. What do you got i'm gonna get aggressive with you guys and go with
1: 1992 uh vulgar display of power by pantera kind of put them on the map permanently and, and, yeah. jacob go on home we're just gonna do we're just gonna <laughs> cover this album real quick i I'll don't even need <laughs> yeah. no uh, vulgar display yeah. of power bro i, mean, I don't you need know. to say much about no
0: Pantara,
1: man so. <laughs> Damn. you bastard no that's super cool
0: that's god next week's gonna be sick so we got Pantera, Marvin Gaye, and the 1975 coming at you next week. Holy hell, that's going to be a hell of an episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, This has been a hell of an episode. It was fun. Once again, that's Jake. That's Matt. Thanks for hosting, brother. I'm Dorian. We'll see you all next week for another edition of What You Mm Spent.